Hey friends, before I get into today's episode, I wanted to share an update in relation to to last week's episode. As I had mentioned, I am the chair for the Hope Pride Committee and have been organizing Hope's first ever Pride Festival. And it had been going so, so great. We have had such good allies show up and we have received so much support from local community organizations and service providers that are really instrumental to helping us connect with the community as well. One of those service providers, the Hope and Area Transition Society, they had led a project spearheaded by youth to have a rainbow crosswalk installed in Hope. The crosswalk was approved in 2019. It was unfortunately delayed due to the pandemic, but this year, on June 6th or 7th, I think it was, um, high school students and other members of the community came together on a Wednesday evening and painted this beautiful, beautiful rainbow crosswalk. That evening at around 3 a.m., vandals spray painted the rainbow crosswalk with messages of hate, of homophobia, Messages that felt honestly threatening and scary for our community. I don't want to share what those messages were. You can find them online easily enough, but even remembering them um, hurts me. It, It was a really painful event. After they spray painted the crosswalk a few blocks up the road, The Hope Community Services offices had a Progress Pride flag displayed in their window. And vandals took a piece of wood and they lit it on fire. And they threw it into the window of Hope Community Services in an effort to light the Pride flag on fire without care of who might be in the building or the fact that the building could just as easily go down with it and not only take out Hope Community Services, but all the businesses connected to them. I woke up to this news at 7.30 a.m. Thursday morning and rolled out of bed and went to work in between emails and phone calls with Pride Committee members, service providers, Hope RCMP, I would take a few minutes in between to sob and feel my feelings and feel the hurt that this this hate caused um, and then get right back to work. Because we have built such a strong relationship with Hope RCMP, I wasn't even worried that this would be swept under the rug. And from the get-go, Hope RCMP were fully investigating this as a hate crime. It was a targeted attack against the queer community of hope. And so they were treating it as a hate crime, just as they should. Not every community has a police force that would do that. Not every community has a police force that would, from the start, say this was a hate crime and it's not going to be accepted in this community and we are going to investigate it as such. But there are two things from this incident that I'm really walking away with. Two things that have allowed the hurt this 
fear, the pain, and the, the anger from these incidents be processed. The first is that the flag didn't burn. I bought those flags. Hope Community Services purchased their pride flags through Hope Pride. I did not buy high quality flags. They are not flame retardant flags. This flag should have either gone up like fireworks or melted like plastic. But the flag didn't burn. It sustained minimal damage. I've seen it. It's it's noticeable, but it's it's so unaffected. The flag didn't burn. And that says something. It's so symbolic of our community, of how we are saying that you haven't seen us before, and now you are seeing us for the first time because we're no longer hiding. And it's making you uncomfortable, but your discomfort is not going to put us back in hiding. We are not going back into the closet. We are here. We are a part of your community, and we deserve to be seen. The second thing that really has given me strength these past 72 hours or so has been the response of the community to this hate. By 8.45 a.m., high school students in droves came to that crosswalk and repainted what they had just painted hours before. The crosswalk was fixed before I even had a chance to see the damage myself. And that, that show of resilience and strength and refusing to allow hate to win or to allow hate to diminish the celebration and joy and the party we are having this month in hope for the first time. Those kids, they, they are what fill me with the strength to do this work. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome to Tarot Reflections, your tarot polls for self-reflection and introspection. I'm your host, Megan Tabukors. Are you ready to look into the mirror that reflects back your mental and emotional state? Then get comfortable, take a deep breath, and let's get reflecting. Okay, so full transparency, friends. I am writing this episode stoned. So the ideas I'm about to dive into, well... They'll either make complete sense and bring new insight into our lives, or this is about to be a rambling mess, and the only reason I moved forward in recording the episode is that I'm a little uncertain if this makes any sense, and I'm worried imposter syndrome might be taking over. The good news is, I have some fantastic friends who listen to the podcast, And they will tell me if I'm talking nonsense. So in next week's episode, you may find me apologizing to you. If you're new to Tarot Reflections, welcome to the pod. I'm Megan Tabakhorst. I'm a mental health tarot card reader, a wild witch, and community cultivator. And I do not normally write podcasts stoned. But I also have ADHD and I utilize cannabis in my spiritual practice. So when this idea 
idea hit me while I was doing some magical self-reflection. I knew I better write it out before it was completely erased from existence. Are you still with me? Great, because now I'm worried I've built this concept up way too high. So without further delay, friends, this week, I want you to find a moment where you can connect with yourself, connect with your intuition and ask, do I know how I feel or do I know who I am? Now, let me put this into a more tangible context. Imagine you had a Facebook friend who, in 2021, posts to the world, My family and I are proudly unvaccinated. We respect your decision to vaccinate, but don't force us to. I don't imagine something like this is hard for many of us to relate to. Reflect on the inner dialogue you would have in your mind. What is it you're saying? For some, it might be an angry dialogue along the lines of, that's so selfish, their ignorance is showing, and they are putting vulnerable people's lives at risk. A person who knows what they feel could reflect on that response and recognize they feel angry, frustrated, maybe even disappointed in this friend. But a person who knows who they are could take this a step further. A person who knows who they are can recognize and pinpoint where those feelings are originating from and why they're experiencing them. In our COVID vaccine example, a person who knows who they are could identify they feel angry because everything that has happened was so preventable And now that we have a way to help eradicate this thing, there are people not fulfilling that role of being part of a community. They feel disappointed in the friend because they value community care and their friend's actions don't align with this core personal value. And now they feel a need to reevaluate the friendship. They recognize the why behind the feelings. Uncovering the why behind our feelings is a powerful way of connecting with our sense of self better. When we cultivate a strong sense of self, it strengthens our confidence. It provides a more clear guide in our decision-making. It helps us in staying true to ourselves and what we are worthy of. That last reason has been more pertinent to my life lately that staying true to ourselves and staying true to what we are worthy of. Recently, I have made the decision to say goodbye to two really important people in my life. And I miss them both, albeit in very different ways. But something in those relationships, two very different things, had become barriers in my life. They were not fitting in the life I want to be building. For one, that will never change. But knowing why I said goodbye to them, knowing why I felt it was time to end a decade-plus friendship, knowing the why has helped me move on from that relationship in a healthy and sustainable way. I will always care for that person, 
but that doesn't mean they have to be in my life. As for the other relationship, we'll see if things change and if they're able to fit back in with what I want to build for the future and vice versa. But knowing those reasons behind my decision, behind the feelings I was experiencing, it allowed me to move forward stronger and more confident in my actions. So this week, friends, if you experience something that brings out stronger emotions in you, ask yourself if you know what you feel and then ask why you feel them. Find out if you know only how you feel or if you know who you are. Now, into this week's readings. This week, our message from the universe is through the Queen of Wands reversed. This is a week to connect with our shadow self, the part of us we try to hide or run from, parts that are inextricably connected to our identity. But these are the parts we don't like to show. The Queen of Wands in reverse is telling us to connect with this side of ourselves because it exists for a reason. It's part of you. You need it for something. It is here to show us something, something we need to know. Oh boy, are we in for some deep contemplative self-reflection this week, friends. And so our message for mental resilience is more important than ever. And this week, interestingly enough, it comes from the hanged man, which is a message of letting go or surrender. It's also a call for a perspective shift, that the old ways of doing things are no longer serving you. This reinforces the queen's message that you need to connect with what you've been hiding from. It's what you need to be using to get through some type of barrier, something causing you to feel stuck. The hangman is also a sign that it's time to slow down, reflect, and consider what is causing you to stay in a familiar routine that isn't bringing you the results you want. Oh, holy crap. I just realized what the hangman is trying to tell me personally. And I'm not gonna lie, it felt a bit like a slap in the face. So be prepared for the universe to give you a good smack upside the head to ditch this old programming, ditch the story you tell yourself, because it's not working. It hasn't been working for a long time, and it's time to get past it. Oofed, I am feeling a big, heavy, deep week is ahead for us friends. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider giving me a five-star rating and review on iTunes or Spotify. Those ratings and reviews truly give us podcasters life and resilience. You can find me over on TikTok at Tarot Reflections Pod or on Instagram as Megan's a Witch. 
All the fun links and ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Until next time. Thank you.